Welcome to BimmerCast number 54. We've got a great show for you today. We have an interview coming from Laguna Sega and Monterey Auto Week with Brian Watts, sales and brand manager for BMW M Worldwide. We talk about, of course, the new M5, which has made its debut this week on U.S. soil and we also touch on the 1M, uh, managed to get a little bit of detail out of Brian about some of the trials and tribulations that M had getting the 1M approved through the board at BMW. Uh, fascinating, fascinating to, to hear all of it and uh, certainly adds to the mystique of the 1M. We also touch on the future of M and a little bit about what to expect and maybe what not to expect. So uh, stay tuned. It's definitely one you don't want to miss. by I think Can-Am cars going the track, so excuse the noise, but uh, I wanted to take some time with Brian Watts, who is head of sales and marketing worldwide. Correct. And I think there's there's a couple uh, couple things that uh, are, are here, one in particular that's notable as far as M, and that's the new M5, and we see people swooning over it, a lot of people looking at it and sizing it up. Uh, what's, what's the reaction so far today at Laguna Seca? Actually, I've spent most of my time answering questions today. The, the response has been uh, enormous. Uh, we use the phrase quite often, exceeding expectations. I don't know. If, uh, I don't think that's the right word to use it yet because they haven't driven it. But um, just from the reactions and the questions coming, the response is huge. Yeah, it's, it's pretty stunning with the, with the whole setup and the 650 kind of pointing towards it. It's a, it's a gorgeous car. Tell us a little bit about the M5. What makes this one special? I mean, the E60, of course, had the V10. There's a lot of F1-derived technology from that uh, from that program in that car. But now we have a twin turbo, a twin twin scroll turbo V8 with obviously a lot more horsepower and torque. But what else makes it special? Um, I think this is a. Uh they were, I think in the past generations they were always a benchmark, but there was there was always something about whether it was the tra- transmission or, or or another feature in the car where, where some customers may have said, yeah, it's 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 a great car, but um, there are things that be changed. And I think we've taken a lot of time and effort and research uh, to get this this package right, and uh, I must say we've we've come around to the terms of saying this car is untouchable um, when it comes to performance. Uh, zero to 60, braking, corning, handling. I mean, it's, we came up with the motto, so born on the Nürburgring, ready to go to the office, um, which has been out for a while now. Um, but this, to me, is the next pinnacle of the fifth generation M5. Um, compared to all the other ones, that would be great. Uh, we just keep challenging ourselves and taking a little bit further each time. Oh, it's, it's certainly, from a technology standpoint, it's pretty incredible. You've got the DCT, the first time DCT's been in an M5. Uh, what about the manual? We know that the U.S. market loves the manual M5 for for some reason because it's not available anywhere else in the, in the world. Are we going to see a manual transmission with this car? 
Well, I think uh, it's something we're looking into. I know you guys don't like us to say uh, we can't confirm this at the moment. Um, we're looking into it, and uh, if you look at the previous take rates on the M5 manual transmission, I think it would make sense to bring that to the States. So the manual transmission is safe potentially for a little bit uh, with the M5, and I think that bodes well for future M products as well, hopefully. Uh, let's let's turn tables on another uh, manual-only car, and that's the 1M. And uh, we've talked a lot about the 1M at Bimmer File, but there's there's an increasing uh, sort of backstory that uh, we've heard here and there. And uh, the car is um, certainly limited in quantity and and uh, not limited in sort of status at this point, as far as uh, enthusiasts. And and you see a lot of people out at the uh, Legends Autobahn taking a look at the car very closely. First one they'd ever seen because they're so rare. Can you tell us a little bit about what went into the 1M and, and maybe how it almost didn't happen? Um, actually, I wouldn't say that we didn't have it on the radar. I mean, there was there was this thing in the back burner we were thinking about. Um, it really didn't get started till a few years back when uh, our VP of Engineering, uh, Albert Bierman, was at a CCA festival. And uh, he got questioned pretty hard that night. And... Uh, from that, he came back from the CCA and, and, and brought the ideas back and a little push from, from the guys here in NA as well. Uh, we got the ball rolling and uh, started coming up with the first concepts. Um, we actually, the first time we came up with the concept, it got shot down. How you doing? But at that time, uh, Dr. Zegler was pretty persistent, as we know him. Uh, went back in and uh, presented the case again, and uh, we got the approval. And uh, that's when everything started happening very, very quickly. We've never uh, developed a car so quickly as the One Series M Coupe. So my understanding is you did some development work and uh, shelved it for a little bit. And then May of 2010, around that time, you basically went into high gear? That's when we got the full approval. And then uh, I remember the day that uh, Dr. Zegler came to me and said, uh, Okay, Brian, uh, we got approval. What are we going to do? And uh, basically, he gave me three days to come up with the whole marketing concept. So <laughs> it was uh, as challenging as it is uh, sometimes, but it was a great project. It's been an extreme success. We're so happy with it. And uh, I was at the M Festival this year and also coming here. And everyone that I've talked to, there's, there's not a disappointment in anyone's face. And, and to dispel any rumors of a 2012 model year, uh, is that something that we should not expect? We shouldn't expect it. Um, I don't forecast it at the moment, so we'll just see uh, how it goes. But like I said, it's a, it's a limited reduction here in the States, and I think this is how we should treat it. And d demand is outstripped supply to some degree? The demand, yeah. I mean, I've got, uh, I mean, coming from a sales point, I mean, there's a lot of uh, markets that may be a little bit upset, but you know, at, the, at the moment we kept the volumes limited. Uh, it's also keeping that nostalgia up, and uh, we try to keep everyone happy. Uh, but at the end, uh, those that were able to get in uh, early options, they were the lucky ones. And I think this is this is going to be a car that's not a lot of fun. I think it's going to be uh, one of those that can be written down the books as a collector's item. Fair enough. And, and uh, to dispel the last rumor of the 1M, the Special Edition 1M, CSL 1M, these are things that have been bandied about in the press here and there, especially by the English press. Is that something that we should just not look for in the next, for this generation? 
No, I, we don't have anything on the radar at the moment. And uh, like you said, there's a lot of rumors floating around. But uh, I mean, that's that's good. I, that sees uh, it shows you the response of the vehicle anyway, how good it's coming, and that people actually are thinking about you know whether we could do something else. But at the moment, we don't have anything uh, in the near future. And what about accessories or? specific stripe packages or things like that for the one is that something that we're going to see um no actually uh we, we haven't planned anything we we're coming up with some stripe packages um but uh we kept we kept the colors pretty much uh, limited we did you know black and white and the valencia orange and pretty much that's how they've sold a third a third and third um so we tried to just keep it keep it simple in that case because that's the whole thing it was about when we first started, started reviewing it, we said, okay, look back at the, the, the Evo, you know, and how simple it was, and let's just keep it simple and take it back to the roots, and uh, I think mission accomplished on that part. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, it's a, it's a stunning car, and I think partly because of the size of it, it's so compact, and uh, obviously the big wheels, everything, it's just, just fantastic. So what, what else, you know, sort of thinking of the, the in-brand overall, there's been a slight change in strategy with the turbocharged engines, uh, maybe a little bit more emphasis on efficiency, which is, of course, uh, reality among automotive manufacturers these days. What else can we look for in the future from M that, that may be a little different? Other than we're always trying to, to find different ways to, to exceed expectations, um, it's, uh, we will never uh, go away from our core value. You know, being uh, M stands for motorsports. Um, even if we go the direction of twin turbo, um, you've seen with the development of the M5 what we can do with that. Um, I think it's the correct way to to look at emission standards, and um, we, one day maybe we will have an emissions-free world, uh, rightfully so. But as long as BMW and BMW M has something to say, I think you can maybe ban emissions, but you can never ban emotions. And uh, that's what we stand for, and uh, we will always fight for that. So in the future, no matter if we go a direction of turbo or not, I don't think you guys have to worry. I mean, I just had the first uh, customers uh, test drive the car on the Nürburgring two weeks ago. They were breaking out in cold sweats. They were driving with Claudia. Uh, and uh, I've never seen grown men uh, sweat so much, scream like little girls. Uh, Claudia was loving it because, you know, they were big burly guys, you know, sitting in the car. And uh, once they got out, they were, you know, kind of doing the Wayne's World, uh, I'm not worthy thing in front of the car, you know. And it was great to see that. So, like I said, I, we're quite confident in the future. I know we're on the right track. And uh, if you do small things like that and get the, the, the feedback, then uh, that gives you kind of a positive feeling in which way we're going. And one last question. With the, with the 1M... You know, you've created a, a limited edition car that is uh, probably, I would ima imagine, profitable because that's the, you know, obviously the motive behind products that are sold to the public. Um, is it a template for other potentially? Could it be a template for other future limited cars like that? I mean, we do we do limited cars anyway. Um, unfortunately, due to homologation reasoning that we have for the states, uh, also in other markets. I know there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, not, I wouldn't say resentment, but you, you see it in the blogs a lot. I, I do spend a lot of time reading the blogs um, about not being able to bring, like, the GTS to the States or the CRT. Uh, it's just, you know, getting to limited numbers like that. Uh, you have huge regulations in the States that, you know, can't fulfill. Um, 
Will we continue to do this? Yes. We want to, to find different ways uh, to bring limited volume uh, cars out um, because of the uniqueness that we've had. We've had a good history about it in the, in the past with the CSL. Like I said, unfortunately, GTS and CRT not being able to come here to the States. Uh, but the States shouldn't feel left out. China doesn't get it either. Australia doesn't get it. Uh, there are certain markets that, that we're just not able to, to make because of business case reasons. Um, I mentioned the other day in the press conference, someone gave me a question, you know, why do you do this? Or are you just making halo cars? And, I mean, yeah, we are making money. Uh, we do things to, to, for the business case, but we're also part of the research and development uh, center. So that means, you know, basically the money we make, we just reinvent or uh, reinvest into our vehicles. So, I mean, that's also kind of an objective. We, you know, if we're going to make something, it's got to be able to flow back into to R&D. Well, I certainly hope those seats from the CRT flow into something, the uh, carbon fiber seats. Um, and of course, you know, being a based in North America, we would love to see something interesting and special uh, be sold at some point. I know it's difficult with engine rigs, but uh, it would be really cool to see something like that in the U.S. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, being American myself, I mean, it's, it's always hard to come here and explain to, uh, to your own home country, like, you can only say sorry so many times. Uh, but that's some things that are just out of our hand, but I would love to see uh, more emphasis here, more ways and opportunities, uh, because this is our largest market in the world, um, rightfully so, that uh, this is where we're, we're driving is in like an innate response of our, our, our human being. I mean, it's, and uh, like I said, we're gonna do more, we need some time, um, but uh, it's, it's not over, it's only the beginning, I would say. All right. Well, with that, we'll uh, say thank you very much. And again, apologies, but I kind of like the Can-Am cars in the background. Hey, it's okay. I mean, for me, it's, it's music to my ears. I mean, I, I love this. this. You know, being with them has given me the opportunity to be at so many races. And uh, as we met last year at Road America, um, you know, this is what we're all about. M stands for motorsports, and uh, it's a good opportunity to be here. And thank you for the opportunity to, to have an interview with you. A big thanks to Brian Watts, head of M Marketing and Sales, for uh, doing the interview. Obviously, it was uh, in the middle of the day at Laguna Seca, but he, he was uh, thrilled to do it and, and really happy to talk to us. And fascinating to listen to the uh, the behind-the-scenes story on the one. It almost didn't happen. Really interesting and, and certainly makes that car even a little bit more special. So uh, we will be back soon with some on-track experiences with all of the M cars, the, the, the current M cars, from Laguna Seca. So stay tuned for that. Well, then lots more on the phone the next few days.